Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Monday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is November 20th. Andy, how are we doing? Brendan, um, I'm doing all right. You know, some of the Bears stuff is just starting to take a toll. Illinois football, but you got to be riding high. It's victory Monday for you. You've you've down two division rivals back to back weeks. I, uh, I feel good. I feel happy for you. I'm, it's, it's exhilarating. I got... I've got a kick now where I disengage, good things happen. So I didn't watch the second half. Had three straight birthday parties, like your little dilemma from last week. I had three consecutively today. Um, so I disengaged. And, 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 you know, it sounded like a miserable half. Of, I've, of course, I'm following the play-by-play. I'm refreshing that every 10 seconds. And we won two straight in a row. Last second field goals over the Ravens and Steelers. Horrible football game. Kenny Pickett is terrible. Dorian Thompson Robinson might be okay, but I mean, not good, but he's, you know, starting with the Steelers and Ravens defenses as your two first games is a tough, tough gig. Hopefully it gets a little better, but 13, it's like, all right, here's, I'm putting it out here, November 19th as we record this Sunday night, they're going to make the playoffs. They're in the playoffs. If they don't make the playoffs at this point, an all-out catastrophe has occurred over the last, whatever it is, seven weeks of the season. They're in, like, perfect position. It would be imp- very, very hard for them to miss the playoffs now. So we're, we're putting this down. I, I'm sure they can find a way. It's the Browns, but they're 7-3. The Bills are, like, behind the eight ball. Like, they're not going to jump them. Bengals are toast. Their schedule is not tarred. Seven and three. Like whoever won this game was like pretty much aces for the playoffs, and they're going to the playoffs. I don't know if they're going to do anything, but it's it's a great, good, good season. Good, you know, it's not relaxing, but it's good. It's got to stay disengaged from the games, not get too invested. So victory Monday. What happened with your Bears? Competitive Bears. game, and then you get the L. You want the L, right? Well, I don't know. I don't know anymore. <laughs> I just I don't know. I, I you know. You just wonder how 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 much losing could possibly go. We need like you know if we're gonna just keep losing, we need all new players, right? We gotta win something at some point. We got the Panthers. The Panthers are the team that's losing all the games this year for us. You know they're they're the worst team in the league. We're a little bit better. We had ninety nine percent chance to win this game. Ninety nine percent chance to win the game, and they lost. I know that deal. I've I, I've seen that percentage go the other way. What what happened? I'm sorry. What happened? Oh, All I, I mean, saw were some tweets that Jared Goff was playing like bad Jared Goff, and the Bears were going to win. He was so. terrible. The, the Justin Fields was great. Justin Fields was amazing. He played one of the one of the best halves that he's played in the first half, and then in the second half they just take the ball out of his hands. They're just they, they, he threw like five times. It was inexplicable play calling. 
You know, the guy's just lighting up the Lions, and then they just take the ball out of his hands. You know, then we had a receiver who's going on a deep route. He just slows down for no reason on the route. And the ball, it hits like his fingertips. And it's like, if you just didn't slow down, you would it would have been a perfect pass. Just, they're, they're terrible. The line I blew the game. I watched, I invested into two football teams, two football games, where my team just blew it down the stretch. Are we still alive for potentially going to the Bears-Browns game on December 17th? TBD. That may be a Saturday night game. Where, where, what are our chances of that coming together? Do you want to maybe indulge the, you know uh, entertain what? that anymore? What? I'm going to be out of town. I'm going to be out of town. I got to be out of... I will, I'll be in the middle of the country on de- December 15th. So there's a, there's a chance. Interesting. Cleveland's not far from the middle of the country. It's closer than Northern so, California. That's so for sure. I th- and I believe there's direct flights to San Francisco from Cleveland. I think there's a direct. Probably a United. Yeah. Yeah, they're probably interesting. Interesting. Could be alive. Could be alive. If you're out there, maybe we'll do it. Maybe we'll do it. Yeah. All right. Could (laughs) could be done with minimal, you know, add-ons. Interesting. We could be, we could be, it could be capping off the year in review too. We could cap (laughs) off the year in review on Sunday. Fly home. Look at this. Live, live and as we record, maybe some year end planning. Uh, That reminds me. I got a question for you. I got a question for you because this is all the, all the, all the talk is what do the Bears do? What if Justin Fields plays great the rest of the season? What do they do? Do you still draft a quarterback? Um, no, maybe not. I I like this thing. Like the Panthers are like terrible toast. Bryce Young, they spent, like, if you do that, your franchise, like, obviously, as we've done, both our franchises have done. Mitch came in for a play today for the Steelers, maybe chuckle. Um, Apparently, uh, I, 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 we, have a, we have a Steelers insider who's told me that uh, Mitch is just committed to, like, he's really committed to the community, and he sees that he can ride out, like, the next 10 years as the backup. Totally. And he could just be like Mr. Pittsburgh and Mr. Backup QB. And that's like, he's, he sees that. And like, he's all intents and purposes in Chicago was like a, like a wonderful guy. Yeah. But a, a, allegedly yeah. he has his sight set on. He's like, you know what? Being a backup QB is pretty good. Oh, oh yeah. You don't get the hits. You, you, you just find an offensive coordinator who likes you and just stick in the league. You don't, you know, make a very good salary without getting your, you know, brain beat in playing 20 weeks. Yeah, that's a good gig. I like that. Intel, inside Intel on Mitch Trubisky's career path here for at the Shotgun Star. For this golf podcast. <laughs> Where were we? What were we even talking about? So we may do, do we that. we have to take a p- quarterback? Oh. I, uh, no, I don't think you have to. No. How good does he have to play? That's the thing. If he plays like he played in the first half, it's hard to like. It'd be hard to give up on him. 
My problem with this, and you just talk about it, like you should win some games. Like there is this like culture rot no, the coach, that's going to happen. The coaching staff is a disaster. We don't, we don't even have a full coaching staff because we have HR oh, problems God. galore. <laughs> we have we have the D coordinator who might have might have been into kitty porn, and we got the we got <laughs> no, the running. It might have been. We don't know. That was never. Was that ever like fleshed out? Uh, no, no, no we, nobody knows. I don't nobody think that ever knows. was corroborated. Okay, all right. Okay, nobody knows. Right. There's just rumors. We got okay. that guy who's gone. We got a running. We don't have a running backs coach because he got dismissed because of HR reasons. Like, what's going on? And we got we got this guy. We got a head Bad coach culture. who Bad can't culture. string who can't string question answers together. He talks about how. Somebody's definitely out, and then he might be 50-50 in the same sentence. You know? So Sounds like Freddie they can't Kitchen. get rid of the coach. There's literally no coach to take over. Everybody hates the offensive coordinator. There's no coach to take over the coach. If you got rid of the coach, they'd be down to like four coaches. That's crazy. And you got a long way to go. My my like December for bad franchises gets extra comical, like really dark and, and like absurd, like dark comedy in December. You know, when it gets real bad, especially you already have half a building. So I think you got to take a quarterback at some point, but maybe next year is not that year. You, ah, I just worry about the culture rot. What a disaster. What a mess. But you got you got two picks. So you have to spend one on a quarterback. I think that's what you got to do. Because you got top, two. It looks like two top five picks. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. No, it's if so you, rare that a team gets to do that. Speaking of top No prospect, second round pick, though. No second round pick. Hey, who do you think is going to be the pick for the NBC uh, announcer booth? Big news this Sunday morning uh-huh. that Paul Azinger, Mr. Pressure himself, a favorite of this podcast. The pressure we, we cooker. <laughs> the pressure burst the pipe. And Azinger's out. He's le- he's leaving NBC. Sounds like contract negotiations just didn't go the way they were supposed to. I mean, clearly he was in the plans and some for like you don't do this on November twentieth. Uh, and and uh, you know he would have been a sign off at Ryder Cup. This is my last event. So I think that what I had heard he was going to do one more year or one year deal, and that didn't come together, and he's out. Um, that's a big deal. That's a big chair they have. What do they have? Two majors. They have the President's Cup. They have like all the signature. I guess not all the signature. A bunch of PGA Tour events. That's a big chair. What are they going to do? Where do they go? Blocky. I mean, is it is it Fax? Faxon? I mean, yeah, Blocky, that's, Usually you have you have to win a major to be in. That's the big such chair. a weird, been the long rule. The long yeah. rule. Yeah. Such a dumb rule. Unwritten. Unwritten. So rule. like that's that that's the general rule. So I mean. Blocky pretty much won a major, so maybe you go Blocky. <laughs> but like, I mean, Feels I like think Faxon. the logical choice probably is Faxon. Yeah. Um, I think it would be a, a I, I, you know, like I think like there'll be some like conversation about Smiley, but there's no way he's ready at this point. Um, and you know, so I don't know. I don't know what you do. Phil, Faldo Phil, coming the, back. Phil, Phil. A lot of people see. <laughs> I mean, he's can't, he can't, you, I mean, I guess you could, if he's that good and he's that, there's something that could be worked out, but I, you know, that's Phil would like, be the best option, right? 
Yes. He's just not an option, unfortunately. No. no. So, I think Faldo could come off the come out of the retirement. Quick, one year out, one year back, and then they figure it out. Who knows? But facts I can tell teams. you I'll tell you who of the major championship winners in the in the general age range it won't be. Duval, someone suggested Duval. Don't think that's happening. I don't think they ended on great terms. You know who it who it won't be? Richie Goosen. No, it won't be Goosen. <laughs> Could be Justin Leonard. I mean I guess. I don't know. Really? Ma- I'm thinking about the major thing. Really? I'm trying to work within the confines. Of- <laughs> like, I, I'm, I like Justin Leonard, but like, that's what we got. Ogilvy, maybe. I mean, he's Figure back in America. Him. He's living in America again, so that's it's an option. I just, I don't know. I, I, Jeff would be, Jeff would be great. Uh, you know, I don't know if he's got the experience, though. Like, right? He hasn't called golf. Yeah. I mean, do you bring somebody in here? Feels like Faxon's going to be it. All right. I'm just gonna, not a bad thing. I'm going to re- read you major champion winners, and and you just react, all right? Angel so, Cabrera, he's out of the can, out of the clink. <laughs> go to him. Tom, Tommy Dockers, not going to happen. Mark Brooks? No. DL3, we already tried that one, right? he's got a budding design business it seems like seems he's very busy sounds i heard some some rumors from the from the swamp that he may be uh taking over some of the tpc business yeah 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 so he's Um, busy very busy we haven't seen much of his work but he's very busy Uh, (laughs) rich beam he does option. He's supposedly amazing on Sky. Like just option. Kind of hilarious. Yeah. Real option. Probably yeah, wouldn't know. be the I, worst option. Yeah. No, for sure. Um, They're not gonna give him. That's such a big job. I don't think he's getting that. But maybe. David Toms. No. No. Furick? Is he, would he be any good? I, I, I no. I, I mean he might be. I yeah, he might be. But if you're Furick, you made a billion dollars playing. I don't know why you'd need that at this point. I mean, you get into here, and now it's, then you're in the modern players. I mean, you got Michael Campbell, Todd uh, Todd Hamilton, Sean McKeel, Ben Curtis. Not, all these are no's. Lucas Glover, Stu Sink. No, Stu Sink's a no. Then you got some live boys, you know? Um, I just, I don't think this is, uh, I honestly think there's a void in broadcasters. Um, good broadcasters. Like Phil yeah. was supposed to be one of these two. Phil was supposed to be it. Yes. This was, want supposed to be, this was supposed to be Phil. Like this was the plan and the plan got blown up. And, and thankfully the fl- plan got blown up. Like Trevor Immelman's been great, you know? Yeah. And maybe yeah. Trevor would have been in this chair if he wasn't in the CBS chair that Phil was supposed to be in. But like, yeah, right, right, right. Right. This is it. This is it. There's <coughs> definitely a void. I I mean, it's got to be faxing, right? Yeah, feels like it. Uh, another trend. It seems like Golf Channel is, uh, I don't know, shaking things up. There was a Joel Beal article said it's the first of maybe a several changes, total overhaul of the brand. I mean, uh, it was a pretty bad year. It was it was actually an embarrassing year. Well, their ratings NBC. were ratings were good. I don't care about events. ratings. I all I care. I well, that's was their metrics, going through. No? Why? Why is that the metric? 
I mean, it's a metric for whether a TV show worked or didn't work, right? And uh, I don't think that's... that's we're speaking about different ass things. backwards way yeah. to think about right. it. Right, right. Paul Azinger was never prepared to talk about golf. I'm going to miss Zayner. He was great for this podcast. I'm going to miss old Zayner. Um, yeah, but I think they've they've made some cuts yet again, Golf Channel, in the last month or so. And they're hollowing it out. There's crazy rumors going around about... Their Thursday Friday coverage, uh, just maybe being not much for the tour of uh, tour events, like down to the studs. I don't know featured groups. I don't know if that's going to have. I can't imagine like contract would allow that, but we'll see. But this is like the latest. It's kind of it seems like they were at a standstill, and Zayner's gone. Kind of a surprise, but we'll see. Maybe maybe it makes the broadcast fresher for next year. So, um, one here is made pressure calls. And if you want to be fresher next year for your golf game, you go to clubchampion.com. Look at that. Use the promo code fried egg. It'll give you a hundred dollar fitting. It's their best offer. It's live right now. You know, you know who should go do this? Who should go get this fitting done? Who's that? Matt Eberflus, the coach of the bears. Cause I think a lot of golf's in his future. Um, uh, yeah, he should go do it. I not Zayner. I love the one Zayner article that said he's like laser focused on this course he's building with uh, Fry is it Hurtson? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's like there. There was I think it was Steve Eubanks tweeted. He's on the Gator four by four driving around like uh, five times a week, and he spent two hours putting on some. I don't know, temp green or practice. Green, I mean, so. I've learned so much about golf design from Zinger through the years that I can't, I can imagine that he's just hey. going to be a terrific credit credit to that project. You know, More he's shown, he's he's shown such, his- he's shown such an interest in, in the golf courses week in, week out on tour that I can't wait, wait to, uh, to see what he does on, uh, on a design project that he probably got paid a lot of money and uh, got a free house and membership at. We'll get back to the ad read here in a minute, but while we're on the subject, Panther National had its big debut. While we're on the subject of players, uh, of course, is being revealed. Uh, There were paratroopers, parachute people flying in. Who does this for a course opening? You got guys landing on the fairway. The big outlets sent people down to it. Oh, gobbled it up. It was $4 million lots in the middle of the swamp. They had parachutists. They had all the Grayson crew. The Wolfpack was there. I think AVR, Hoffman, JT, Ricky, Lexi, all playing. And I was watching some interview. I'm trying to remember who it was with, like Golf Week or somebody. They asked JT, like, what'd you do? What'd you like? Oh, I just I just sat back and watched Jack. I just wanted to see what he does and follow whatever he's doing. I just like really try to learn from him how this works. Glean does like all right. Uh-huh. I mean, that's so a Jack Nicholas course. Great. So that's his first foray into it. It's just whatever. Like, I don't know. Maybe oh, I, I maybe like, want a better tutor. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. But one of the, one of the things that watching Jack will do is it'll teach you, you know, some stuff that you shouldn't do. So maybe that's a good way to start in. Right. Yeah. You have to. I the the thing about golf course architecture is, and I I believe in this. A, a friend of the program told me this once. He said, Andy, you got to go see bad stuff to appreciate good stuff. Totally. So maybe from the architecture build side, you got to see some bad stuff to to know what good stuff is. So maybe next JT's next tutelage will be 
under you know the the likes of uh like a gil hance i could see that coming to fruition and totally. uh and then uh and then he's seen both sides of the business it's cool that he's throwing his uh, his name into it or got it took an interest in it but we'll it see, is uh, it's um, great it's yeah. great four million dollar lots Holy I feel God. like he was on the No Leg Up podcast like two years ago saying he had no interest in golf to, go, <laughs> golf course design. But like, I could be wrong. I feel like I heard that. Um, but, you know, he's now interested in it. Like anything, he probably got paid a lot of money to do it. And uh, that piqued his interest, like like a lot of things. <laughs> Uh, but if your interest is peaked for a better club setup for next year, you go to clubchampion.com. <laughs> Can't believe that all happened in the in the ad read. Use the promo code Friday. I want to do more on that. I was like, we got to get back to this this uh, this. Listen, if you want to hit the ball for farther and straighter, if you want to drive it like Ludwig Aberg, the bet. If you want to drive it closer to what Ludwig Aberg d- drives it, you should go get fit at Club Champion. Getting live updates about the Zayner contract negotiations as we record. As we record, but yes, that's uh, yes. Does Zinger Friday want a million dollars in event? Was he trying to? Tony no, Romo? no. I think no, no, no. Um, yeah, negotiations sound interesting. Clearly, it fell apart here. But yes, you have to book by twelve four. The access is live now. Book by twelve four. You have to do the actual fitting by one thirty one twenty four. You get a $100 full bag fitting or $50 on any other fitting type with a club purchase. That's not, so that's their best offer. Promo code is friedegg at clubchampion.com. You could also do a gift card offer. No code needed. 20% bonus card on all gift card purchases. If that's something you want to do for a significant other on Black Friday here, that's uh, 1113 to 124. That's open. 20% bonus when you do a gift card purchase at clubchampion.com. Um, all right, let's move on. What else happened over the weekend? Ludwig, Ludwig. wins at Ludwig. RSM Classic. Oh, uh, bear. Oh, bear. Goes 61 61 on the weekend. An astounding performance. I, I know the, the Sea Island isn't, you know, the, the toughest test in golf, but an incredible performance. Justin Ray had sort of a hit list of the records. This is Justin Ray Golf on Twitter. You should follow him if you don't. Ties lowest 72nd hole total ever, lowest 54 hole score ever, um, 186. Ties lowest 36 hole total ever, 122. That's a 61-61. And then lowest score over final two rounds ever. Um, what a what a win for Aber, right? I mean, I know it's been a good three weeks here in the fall with some juice around otherwise kind of sleepy events and some incredible storylines. And this is again, the modern game. I know he's not 19. He's been around. He's, he's like 24, whatever, but uh, an incredible, impressive performance and a boost for PGA tour. You getting younger guys in faster. I think the PGA tour, you, this is a huge, huge deal. I'm going to get back to Obear here in a second. I just, I have breaking news. Uh-oh. Breaking news. It's an intersection of, of your Browns in the golf world. We're getting a, a video sent in of of uh Jay Kokrak, big Jay Kokrak on a on a stage dancing, singing with Chase Rice oh, at a God. bar. <laughs> um I guess Chase Rice is someone notable. 
he's a country musician, right? And uh, yeah. I mean, they're all the same. They got off the conveyor belt. And they, they've some, they sound the name sounds like Chase Rice. It's not Chase. <laughs> it's whatever Luke or you know Dylan or something. But Chase Rice is apparently someone of note. He was on the Browns like Instagram feed. I was like, who the hell is this guy? You know, he's like some uh, guest of honor. I was like, I don't even know who this is. But he apparently owns a restaurant or bar in the town, farm a chain, the farm a chain, and they have one in Cleveland. Yeah. And Jay, he's with Jay Cupcrack. Oh Big my God. Duke, he's dancing on the stage with Chase Rice. Give it slapping high fives. <laughs> Big J gets I after think, it, from what I, I think, understand. I think Big J, it seems like Big J is a partner in the bar, too, with oh, Chase Rice. Okay. The live so money this, went this, into that. Yeah. The live money went into this, uh, this, bar, this bar setup. I wonder what I must be that slice of society that could pick Jay Kokrak out in two <laughs> seconds, but didn't know who Chase Rice was. But I, I do know Big Jay. I'm glad they found each other and are celebrating the Browns win accordingly. Uh, Ludwig Aberg, what do you have to say? Anything else? I mean, an impressive performance beats back Mackenzie. Yes, Hughes. this was a deeper field because of 156. They had some guys there. It wasn't a great field, but it was deep for the fall. And Listen, it's super everybody. impressive, right? Yeah. He, he's won a DP World Tour event. He got off to like I think this is the beauty of the of the PGA Tour. You right? This guy played college golf. He was he was a standout, uh, incredible talent, right? He played great. If it was the old system, he wouldn't have gotten his card. He played mediocre when he came out on tour. But it's like absurd to think that somebody's going to come out. And consistently get their card in seven starts like the old system was. Sure enough, like he gets enough starts now where he's comfortable and he wins in what was his eleventh start? Uh sure. Go with that. I think it was his eleventh start. So okay. like he what he didn't come out and go gangbusters like a John Rom did to get his card or a Colin Morikawa did, right? But like, not everybody's going to do that. And it's insane that these guys go down. It's like Scotty Scheffler. Maybe he doesn't go down, right? You know, like, it's insane that this was the system. This is just a huge win for reform. The idea that like, hey, we've identified that this guy is really good. He gets a PGA Tour card. He shouldn't. If you're the best player in college golf, and I think that this is where I would push back on like the age restriction. I think this should like, I think maybe it's 20. Maybe we should go down to like 20. Like it shouldn't just be seniors because like I want Ludwig Ober up here a a year and a half ago when he was still the best player in college golf. Right. Why can't we get that? Um, So like, that's what I would say. It's like Gordon Sargent. Now I think has, has a PGA tour card, right? Can we get him up? Got that that kind of crazy one in a million, you know, very yeah. hard, younger than a senior exemption. He did hit the requisite points to get it. So uh, I don't know. I think this sport is really in an interesting spot in the sense of like with how young it is. Right. Sure. Right. And I, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of reasons you might be able to attribute the youth wave to. But it seems less complex ever than ever to play high level golf on the PGA Tour. Um, or these you, guys I'm, are just way more talented than the generation before them. One what of do you the mean two. by complex. The well, I think it's yeah. I think it's uh, and strategy has gotten so optimized, right? Where uh-huh. it's just yep. you know hit the ball, shot link, uh, track man, 
equipment, all of this stuff. Um, that I just, I think uh, there's, I don't think it's unreasonable to think that 10 of the 70 best players in the world aren't on the PGA tour right now. And that's going to be the case for a long time. So how do you get these players up there as quick as possible? Um, you know, and, and this is good that one guy goes, but what would, you know, Adrian, uh, Dumont de Chassart have done had done during his hot streak on the Corn Ferry Tour if he had been playing on the PGA Tour. Would that yeah. have been a, a run of, you know, top fives on the PGA Tour? And he'd have a card, right? Like he'd yeah. already be established as a PGA Tour player. Doing my year in review research right now. So we're all worked up about Pearson Cootie, you know, in Q1 of last year when he was, you know, kind of lighting it up on the KFT. And, you know, he kind of may miss that hot streak right so to speak he won i think multiple times but i think he's won what three uh corn ferry tour events and and he just you know different different season different yeah didn't all add up so yeah yeah it's an interesting dynamic well, right now I, and I now we got the golf world we got the golf world because the sean martin friend of the pods uh tweet about what he overheard at starbucks some uh, uh, Anonymous PGA Tour player comparing him to Tiger Woods. Now everybody's putting that in their stories. It's like he's the next Tiger Woods. That's got aggregated me, everywhere. Oh, it's everywhere. God. The guy <laughs> probably said it in jest, right? I mean, he didn't mean it. Nobody. Right, he's means twenty-four that. years old. He won his right. first PGA Tour event. <laughs> Never played in a major, right? I mean, he's twenty now. He'll be in a major at least. Next yeah, year. I'm, I'm actually like, I mean, with how good he drives it, I think that's the thing. If you read right. Sean Martin's piece, he's just got a nice article about, you know, it's always a delight when Sean's uh, on on site because you get some good PGATour.com writing out of him. Um, I he like wrote, the bot better. I don't know. Screw Sean. They just sent the bot. Gave it, no, I'm kidding. It, he is really good at it. He talked about how, you know, Obert, he's obviously extra- extraordinarily long, but what it, based off his accuracy, he would be like 29th, I think it was said <laughs> in the article, in accuracy on the tour. I mean, it's just an, an insane. While hitting it 315, yeah. still in the top 30. Or he was f- second in driving distance this week. So I just, um, this guy's driver is a weapon, and it's. I think it's all going to be, and we've, we're seeing this with Victor Hovland. We can get to that. Um, Victor Hovland, the maturation, the mm-hmm. um, the improvement. Aubert's c- ceiling is very high, but where he gets to, especially in these majors, is all going to be about like, can he be above average in approach play? Can he be, you know, because that's what's going to get him, especially when you get places where there's a little bit more um, penalty for mediocre approach shots. I mean, that's what majors are, is mm-hmm. where. You just have to be so precise. Um, I think that's like, you know, where we got to get to. Yep. Yep. Speaking of Hovland uh, and, and young maturation processes over on the other side of the pond or multiple ponds in Dubai to finish out the European tour, Nikolai Hogard wins Rolex series event, wins the instant event. Rory won the race. We already knew that he won the race to Dubai his fifth total. So they do the dual trophy ceremony. You know, the, the, the disaster, the anathema that Jay hates, the dual trophy ceremony. That's why we have a staggered start leaderboard in Atlanta. But they do, don't do it in Dubai. So we had Hoy, Hoygaard with the, the scepter or whatever it is and Rory with the season lawn trophy. 
uh, a great performance by Hoygaard. Like really seemed emotional. Like it was kind of cool. I watched a lot of the social media videos. It felt like you can tell the tour is, is sort of, I mean, I think about Lanto just ripping like everybody. And I don't know, this tour, the European tour felt, and it's, we've always heard this in a way, it looked like kind of a brotherhood in a way. Everybody was super pumped from him, for, obviously from his brother to Bjorn to Fleetwood to Rory to all the guys who just played with him in a Ryder Cup. Uh, and he seemed pretty emotional about it. So that's a, that's a legit performance, a good leaderboard. He edged Tommy, beats Victor, who was, they were both T2, along with Matt Wallace, who had a great week. Yeah, big are we Daddy surprised Thurston. that Are we surprised that Fleetwood didn't get it done? <laughs> floored floored i mean this is kind of the events where he does often get it across the line and ned bank here and there and then some of the middle east events and but no uh Hoygaard passes him in the last day and wins by two but a great leaderboard and i just thought i mean this time last year we're like Who's going to play for the Ryder Cup team? And you're who was like t- entertaining like Guido Migliazzi and, and these other far flung sort of Yannick people. Paul. Yeah, down the towards the hundred in the world. And since about twelve months ago, we've had Aberg arrive on the scene. God, you just what refused refused to pronounce Ober. his name. Oh, right. just, yeah. whatever. I mean, Ober. I'm sorry. Ober. I apologize. I apologize. <laughs> um, Ober. Hoygaard and an intervening Ryder Cup when they kicked their ass again. Kicked and Hov- and, ass. and, and Hovland, Hovland became right. become, becoming a superstar, right? Right. It's uh, it's unbelievable. I, I mean, and Hoygaard's going to be playing on the PGA Tour next year. That's yep. exciting. Um, and I mean, super young. Like, I think you could make it make an argument that maybe that you know the young talent's close for for once in in the Ryder Cup. Like, who's got better young talent? Which hasn't been that case for a, a while. So it'll be it'll be fun to watch um where Hoygaard and, and Oberic continue to go. Yeah, a lot of symmetry in those two wins. Well, if did you're you see, young, uh, did you see ahead. the Matt Wallace uh back nine on Saturday? Nine straight birdies, right? <laughs> nine straight birdies. Insane. Someone who did I hear was talking about Wallace like was playing the Euro tour out of like loyalty, like he should have been over trying to get those points some of these fedex fall points but he's like i want to play on the dp world tour you know i I feel like a sense of loyalty to that and so i don't know paid off at least this week with with a sec t2 uh purse payout so congrats to matt wallace um whether you're young old what are we talking about young guys coming up we you got to get ag1 as part of your routine that's That's right terrible segue complete (laughs) disaster of a segue that's right but you gotta just listen handing the ball off to you you know, I woke up this morning and uh, I thought about, you know, a year ago. This is about a year. Whose course design business drinking. are we going to talk about in this ad read? I want to do a detour just so people stay with us. Let's talk about it. All right. So a year well, ago. This is about a year ago when I started to drink AG1. Um, yeah. And I didn't feel I didn't feel great. I had just gotten done with a long, hard year traveler. And if you're a longtime listener, you might know that I've been drinking AG1 for the last year. I think if you're a longtime listener, you do know. When I started drinking AG1 daily, I could really notice a difference in my focus. I, I just felt like I got off to oh, a good start. Interesting. Got really, really rolling on the day. And my uh-huh. gut health just improved greatly. Yeah. You know? It's what <laughs> everybody wants to hear about yeah. is my gut health. 
Uh-huh. Um, that is because AG1 is a foundational nutrition supplement that supports your body's universal needs like gut optimization, stress management, and immune support. Since 2010, AG1 has led the future of foundational nutrition, continuously refining their formula to create a smarter, better way to elevate your baseline health. God. Listen, I recommend AG1 to all my family, all my friends. I hand out travel packs to them like they're like they're candy. Um, AG1 has a team of doctors and scientists that has tested its 950 contaminants and uh, and uh, and NSF <laughs> Yeah. Okay. It's tested for. It's tested oh, okay. for. It doesn't have tested, that. All right. Yes. It's tested right. for 950 okay. contaminants right. and is NSF <laughs> certified for sport. It is formulated based on the latest science and maintains high quality standards. So AG1 is this the Coke supplement. That was insane. Do you think Coke Crack takes AG1? I, I was going to, that was my segue. I don't so anyways, think so. He needs it tomorrow. He will need it tomorrow. Yeah. Real quick, AG1 is a supplement I trust to provide the support my body needs daily, and that's why they've been a great partner for so long. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 <laughs> and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3, K2, and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash shotgun. That's drinkag1.com slash shotgun. Remember that Check URL, it out. Folks. Check it out. All right. AG1. Nobody's tested for more contaminants. I'm telling you. 950. God the, help. You, know, you don't think you don't think the PGA Tours uh, is testing drug tests or testing for that <laughs> no. many contaminants? No. No, I think they've got their mind on other. I don't know if they have the money for it. Hey, you see this article? Go ahead. I just want to. I just want to weigh in here. Obear, Obear is the shining example of a policy push made by made by a man that has been ostracized and cast aside by the PGA Tour family. Who? Skinny Vinny India. Really. He he argued they needed to start stop wasting time on the corn ferry tour. They needed to not have because he was he was the corn ferry pack chairman. Right. This is a skinny Vinny policy push. So you think Ludwig should chip him off something from his you know? Probably. I mean he's can't play for three months. Get chip six him months. off. What are six? Six. Yeah, that's a great. See, he's a forward-thinking individual, and that's why he's a friend of our program. The smart guy. They're lucky that they had him on the pack. So there you go. Um, I did you read that Sports Business Journal article about the tour? I, I don't blocked pay for out of it. I used. <laughs> I read it this morning. Now I'm locked out. Damn it! I don't. I'm not paying for it. Um, we should be able to expense that. Let's talk to HR. But um, the tour. This was by Josh Carpenter, I think, on Saturday. PGA Tour making changes to tournament funding structure with purses on the rise. And basically, they're going to ask tournament directors to chip in more. They're coming. They're, they're like oh. Sheriff of Nottingham coming to collect from the tournament <laughs> directors. And they're basically going to have to pull it out of the charities. Where, where the money was going to charity, that's going to be taken out. So Patrick Cantlay can put a sixth bedroom on his guest house or whatever and all that he never can I, uses. 
Can I point something out? What? You want to talk about ineptitude? Talk about a guy that should be drinking HE1 because it might make him focus a little bit more. I was doing your review research. Uh I'm just going to (laughs) spoil something. Come on. Jay Monahan did a sit down in January of last year and told told the members of the media they never felt more confident in the financial standing of the PGA Tour. It's... I'm not, I'm not, I, I love pro golf. You can get me to watch pro golf, uh, just even the bad events. I'm really, really sort of disenchanted with the whole thing. And it's not just a money objection. These guys make too much money. The whole thing's just exhausting at this point. Eamon Lynch had a column about how, you know, they're kind of all, it's a circular firing squad right now. These guys, it's like, you know, some people want one thing, you know, some people want ex- exceptional money. Um, it's, it's that I think they're in a really precarious place. Maybe they're, maybe they're gonna be stronger as ever. And they're playing for more money than ever. And business is booming more than ever, but like where it's left the rights partners, golf channels hollowed out, you know, tournaments are now being asked to foot the bill, further bill, kick in more cash to the purses or the sponsors. I'm hearing some distressing, substantiated rumors about some tournaments are going to just take a freaking bath this year. Like all in the name of like a guy having a six bedroom on his guest house, kind of like, and maybe that's what they're owed or maybe that's what they're worth. Well, may- but or, a lot or of maybe, things or are maybe going sideways there shouldn't be it. 42 events on the PGA tour calendar. Yeah. So the Sports Business Journal article by Josh Carpenter and Eamon Lynch's, I think it was more of a column, but obviously he's hes connected on whatever's going on as a reporter. Um, it's just the painful reckoning for the PGA Tour has been a long time coming, a winter of discontent with many seasons yet to run. Um, there's a lot. It just sounds like a lot's going to happen over the next whatever month. And they're at a gridlock. It's getting a little sort of... Ugh disaffecting i know we can be negative at some point but like i don't know i'm kind of sick of it it's, it's not a great picture as you read about the charities are going to be cut in half so we can chip in to cover more events so we'll see see what happens that's your sports business journal article um tiger hey, woods we is coming back i don't know if we ever hit on that kind of Hero. Notable. it's exciting it's probably leads other podcasts, not ours. We'll just bury it. It's good. Glad he's back. Clearly. Hey, do you want ahead. to talk about uh, the t- the 10 guys that got into the signature events while we're talking about money? Matt yeah. Hughes, 51. Bo Hostler, 52. Ludwig, 53. Gets into those. I think it's the first two. Ben Griffin, Taylor Montgomery, Matt Kuchar, Nick Hardy, uh, JJ Spawn, Sam Ryder. And Luke List, number 60. I think number 60 gets in, right? I think that's right. So start. So, But then they can get bounced out, right? Well, or is that the swing five? I'm confusing perfect, that. In perfect harmony, Steven Yeager's on the outside looking in. <laughs> oh, 60, no. At number 62, no. the four, classic 4A guy. Damn. Right on the edge. Good, but not great enough. Um, hey, they made the argument at the end of that broadcast that Aubert is the rookie of the year over Eric Cole because of the win 
Are you okay with that? Eric Cole had a great season. I don't know. We don't need to debate awards right now. I I thought that was an interesting point. No, no, no. It's a lot too much too soon, feels like. Uh, Tiger's coming back for the hero. He's the next Tiger Woods. It makes sense for us to talk about Ludwig before we talk about Tiger coming back, (laughs) since Ludwig is the next Tiger. Tiger does a monster energy corporate outing, and then the next day he says he's coming back. Those aren't co- those aren't coincidence. That's cause and effect. Probably monster gives him the last look. Yeah, they give him like, are you going to be able to represent our brand? We got to see it. Like the bullpen coach watching him go through his paces. All right, you can pitch. You can, you can come back. Uh, every comeback's been fueled by Monster and Touring since he's in the last five, six years. So he's coming back at Hero. Seems like he's doing better. Assume he'll play the PNC father-son. What else do we have here? Oh, Pat, Hatless Pat and Xander WD from the hero while we're on the subject of hero. Lucas Glover got the spot and somebody else. I can't remember. But do you read anything into that? Hatless Pat and Xander bouncing out of the zero, uh, the, out of the hero, not the zero. I don't, it's, it's, I don't think it means anything. Maybe they're they going on a sightseeing get, trip together or something. They might be going to wine country again together. Brooksy is trolling Liv in the Instagram comments twice now. He's demanded, where's the schedule? Ripping and popping back at their little social media plays. Kind of funny. Um, I think that's all I got for news. Anything in the TGL Dome, still in tatters. Getting a lot of conspiracy theories about what happened there. But um, I think that does it for this one. You think they they intentionally knocked it down? I'm not saying anything. I don't know what happened. Nobody what's knows. what's under there based There's on nothing. the drone video does not look like it was going to be ready for January 9th. Are you a construction expert? No, but I've had many people who are <laughs> reach out to us. People have built bridges, railroads, Disney theme parks. There's a lot of confusion over the permitting, the, the plan for that thing, whether the bubble is temporary, whether it was to cover whatever they were building like a more permanent thing underneath. And that was just to, so they could go 24 seven or, or work. But what was underneath a lot of construction experts are like, ah, that that's just not, that's not that they weren't going to be ready for January 9th. But I don't know. I'm, I don't know what's going on with that thing. We'll see. Maybe we'll get some, some answers we'll, or, or I don't know, another roster. We'll see. Um, all right, that does it for our Monday episode. We will be back Wednesday with your review. Keep an eye out for our Black Friday sale that starts Tuesday. I think one of these years, Andy, call me crazy. We should zag when everyone zigs and actually make things more expensive for Black Friday. Jack Price is up a little bit in the pro shop. See if that like A-B testing works. But we're not doing it this year. We could uh, think and just stand out. do your review. What about <laughs> what if we did Zig instead of, instead of doing your review? I am uh, I'm a couple of events in. I'm I'm ready to go. I'm ready. We're recording our first one tomorrow. Um, we'll have it for Thanksgiving travel. You'll have, we'll have you'll have you'll have one in for for probably Tuesday Tuesday of Thanksgiving, and then I think we're gonna pu- push one out on uh, on right after Thanksgiving. So Friday morning. Your travel your yeah. travel needs will be will hopefully. The goal, and I know you all want to know this, will hopefully be through the players. And then maybe we'll finish. Yeah, hopefully we'll see. Kapalua, then we're, you know, we're at minute 50 and we've only gotten through Kapalua of the first. I'm a little worried. I'm a little worried about some of the events in in early Q1 that are. 
There's just so much going on. They're hefty. There's a lot. It's it's crazy how much they said was going to happen that didn't happen. They just changed the tour like every week, you know? You know what's cra- no, we're not doing this anymore. This what's is crazy is, is you know, reading that Jay Monahan assured everybody that they were <laughs> never been in better financial position. I can't imagine it's going to be a good year review for old Jay. It's probably not going to be a good digging through the uh, the receipts and the transcripts. I, I just, I don't have anything pressing yet, but I can't imagine it's going to be a good exercise for him uh, based on where we are. All right. We'll talk to you Wednesday with our first installment Go to the pro shop for Black Friday sale in the intervening uh, day. We'll talk oh, what's to you the, what? What's the promo code? Black Friday? Uh, I think it's Black uh, Friday. Okay. I'm sure we announced it in an email or so. Black Friday is the promo code starting Tuesday. Who's on first? We'll talk to you on Wednesday.